welcome to episode 49 of Cape Crisis. 49. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am your host, Henry Lloyd Gilbert, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Is that your real middle name? Yep. Lloyd? <laughs> Lloyd. Lloyd. Were you born correct. in the 20s? Well, my great-grandfather was. Ah, that's I the, see. That's the reason for that person asking me about my lineage Old Lloyd is Gilbert. Chris Antista. Oh. Uh, and the king yep. of... Names, the king of names. Come on, let's <laughs> let's hear a little bit of him right now. <laughs> I don't have it. <laughs> very tired. Maybe later in the, the episode. Very maybe tired. in the latest That's episode so of Laser high. Time. Mm-hmm, maybe. Mm-hmm. And the person who was talking about a very hot beverage yes. is Anne Marie Lewis. Hello. He said his middle name. I so. know. I didn't say mine. I feel terrible now. You're the worst. Anne Marie Maury Amsterdam. You said 49, and this is going to date me, and I only want to talk about it briefly. I'm not going to look up songs. <laughs> um, but did you have, back in the day, did you have a cool local affiliate network that had a ton of jingles related uh, to its number. I had Fox 49 who ran Tiny Toons, Batman, mm-hmm. and they had some dude who was in a local band who would just come on and sing songs about Fox 49. So when you said 49 and like kind of jivey, it was like, that was not racist. He, don't you dare look at me like that. <laughs> all right. I, I just did, always did, listened to 96.7 The River, which is all the river old people music. Smooth, baby. <laughs> um, By old, you mean like more than the 50s? No, like 60s and 70s. Okay. Mm. That right. just it just brought me back to that place. If you had local affiliates that constantly sang songs about their stations before everyone knew better mm. in the mid nineties. No, I don't remember that. I do remember. I don't remember any songs. I remember the hosts of those channels, but mm-hmm. uh, well, really, just Safari Sam, the host of Fox Thirty. Miss Jan Antonio. <laughs> Miss Jan Antonio. Yeah, the uh, duo. My yeah, it was it was like this way older lady and a young dude from a band, mm-hmm. and um, they were supposed. To, I won a Buster Bunny. Plushie, and they never sent it to me. And I don't know what got got into my dad, but it's like, oh, you know, they said it'd send it in six to eight weeks, but they didn't. And then, like, nobody does that shit to my son. And then, like, my dad (laughs) ran into Fox 49, and then just like, I hear this, wait. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm just sitting there on the couch by myself, like I'm going to therapy, and like just Miss Jan Antonio, the host, come out and shake my hand and hand wow. me a Buster Bunny doll. And uh, yeah, I've never actually wanted to be a father except to yell at people to give my, my kid shit until just this moment. I what feel a cool like thing we do. just hit a therapy breakthrough. Do I like my dad? <laughs> I, I don't want to live in this world. I like my dad. <laughs> what a twist. I feel like that, that music doesn't really make sense. No, we just ended the Spider-Man episode, the very special Spider-Man fits. episode. I love that Spider-Man equals trumpets. <laughs> <laughs> it was the 60s. They didn't know any better. They did the same with Batman. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, though that is where I watched a lot of cartoons mm. like and comic book cartoons. And Last week we talked about comic book cartoons a lot and how mm. they introduced us to the world of comic books beforehand. You have that too, don't you, Ann? Uh, I watched the X-Men cartoons yeah. and Batman the Animated Series. How's that animation cell treating you? It's beautiful. I have it hanging on my wall. Okay, there's still a, I, I forgot so to good. buy a frame for that because I said I was going to to Tyler, <laughs> uh, and so I just took one of my animation cells off the wall. Now there's this big gap in the middle of the wall because I haven't bought a new frame, and I have two animation cells. Because it's got cells my, my What was the cell? cell? 
It's, it's pretty from great. It's a combination of two cells. Cartoon, yeah. Which it's got Magneto. And, well, it's from two different episodes, I It believe. might be from two different episodes. It's got Wolverine and or Magneto in them. three different episodes. Oh, yeah, because the background was weird. Is hand-painted. Yeah. Uh, well, it, did, it didn't look like it fit with either scene. So the so. full setup with the yeah. background. Well, Magneto and Wolverine, that's quite a combo. It's you know, like, awesome. Yeah. By the way, people... Uh, X-Men the Animated Series Animation Cell is a very cheap way to give someone a very cool gift. Yeah. Just wanted I saw a one-of-a-kind gift. Well, really, animation cells in general are just a way to do that. I no, no. not not Unless they were a production run of like 100 episodes. Uh-huh. Try and buy a Simpsons cell. Well, that's a whole other thing. But what's the other thing? Well, no, I mean, they're just... those. Everybody wants that. Nobody wants an animation cell from the real Nobody Ghostbusters. Nobody wants Wolverine or okay, Peter that, Bankman. Yes, but yeah. No, I was able to get uh, the real Ghostbusters for a friend for a song. Mm-hmm. Like, I just sang a song and they handed it to me. I literally mean it was four songs. <laughs> uh, Three coins and a fountain. Speaking <laughs> of The Simpsons, I want to pull up. But what did you Twitter tell me about the animation <laughs> cells for The Simpsons? Well, they stopped making them after a certain point. Like, they, well, they don't use cells anymore. But you said they, that most of them were stolen. Well, yeah, that they just had a warehouse and people just took them. Like mm-hmm. and. They're the ones selling them. It's not the co- the company's not making any money off of them. So you know, Fox needs that money. It's funny how that works when you work for an entertainment company. <laughs> but yeah, that so though there was that one I remember you were bidding on where mm-hmm. it was from the uh, the Punch Out game that uh, that Bart was or Homer was. Playing. Oh yes, was the, still the, that. the Diedrich Tatum character. Maybe that wasn't. No, him. that would have been before. It was a season one. It was season one. Yeah. Darn it, where's my Twitter app on this? Don't even, don't, you know what? Uh, no. on, the, on the what? On the surface? On the surface? I found it. I found it and I was the, saying The it. computer that doesn't work as a it's computer? It's only a week old, so I don't... Is that a Twain port on the side? Crappy what? tablet? A Twain port? No, it's a power port. Do you know what that stands for? Twain? Twain. No. We used to have them on our old computers, super long one. It was a technology without any name or something like that. Huh. Twan. Twan. It was an I in there somewhere without any. I, don't, I do not know important this, what you important name. name. <laughs> yeah, it, I, would be interesting if we still use them. Well, that's they're incorporating great technology. You used to have to hook up your printer like that. Your PDA, your BlackBerry. All right. Well, Things first, people don't use <laughs> you're begging okay, this wait, to wait. load up on a server. First, no, it's <laughs> please, loaded. Please, I'm looking, for the love of God, don't break I'm now. looking for a specific tweet, and I'm having trouble finding it, but. First off, I wanted to say that uh, on a previous, I can't remember if it was this or Cheap Popcast, but I told people to listen to the Old School Wrestling Review podcast. and Probably Cheap Popcast. They, uh, I might have said it on here, you never know. But mm-hmm. anyway, they uh, one person tweeted like, hey, thanks for suggesting that. I watched it. It was great. And then, and then he out-replied the Old School Wrestling Review. And the Old School Wrestling Review guys... Then tweeted at me like, "Hey, thanks for suggesting the show. That was really nice of you." Like, reminds me, I got to get back to Retronauts. Yes. Anyway, our friends at Retronauts. But then, okay, the person I was thinking of, PC Mustang GT or Patrick, uh, he brought this to my attention. You were at replied on it too, as was mm-hmm. Brett. Have you seen this uh, this Conan O'Brien thing? So, did you know that he does a weekly? Yes. Serious jibber-jabber. Jibber-jabber. He did oh, one yes. with the Simpsons writers. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half long. It was so good. Oh, like, the best, because I they told some anecdotes like they've told... Uh, 
And I forget, are you a Simpsons idiot like the rest of us who love uh, every episode? I used to watch it all the time with my father, but I do not know nearly as much about it. So you it watch as... it like we watch Full House and like, yeah. you know, if this is what they're giving you. Well, yeah. I used to no, watch... no, not like that. It's like something that we are just, even to this day, I guess, if, if I, I'm at the house, we it's... sit down after dinner before my brother has but to go to bed. and we It's all... not the same without your father. Me and my no, dad, it's not the same yeah. without my dad. Me and my dad I'm sorry never... he passed away, by the way. What? Oh, he didn't tell you? <laughs> me and my, I saw it on me Twitter. Me and my dad Don't never joke. really... My dad is my world. <laughs> me and my dad really never connected over anything except watching television silently together. Like, that was... Uh. The only specific shows, it was Red Dwarf. Mm. Uh, and, I've been watching that lately, actually. And Duckman. And <laughs> well, he's great. He loved Duckman. Uh, I, I can do too. one impression Duckman of a Duckman good. character. All right. Dad. 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 Yeah. Hello, dog. Is that Dweezil Zappa or Dweezil Zappa. The good call there, man. You could also fart and you'd be the... The uh, grandmother. grandmother yes. Duh. And who played, who played his, uh, his angry uh, twin sister of his dead wife? Nancy Travis. Nope. She, um... Jen Elfman. Nope. Nancy Travis. Jen Elfman. You can't quiz people like that if you have the wrong answer. It's Jen Elfman. Uh, we will find out in the next break who is right <laughs> when we get back from Cape Crisis. Wait, no, we're not going. Wait, wait, wait no. We haven't talked about comics at all. <laughs> I wanted to say that. All right, so that Simpsons interview was just really cool. Like the, I haven't. I'm gonna watch other of the Conan Jibber Jabber because this is really just him having long conversations. Like, and it's not you see the show. who he really is. Yeah, he gets to. He's a really smart dude, like interested in a lot of weird shit. He's also uh-huh. wacky as fuck, and like that's why his show's so cool. Yeah. Likes really silly things, and then but I don't know, love silly things, but uh, is so smart in every other area. Mm-hmm. And then he'll have a very it, they, these are not funny conversations a lot of the times. You know, I think you might be right that it was. Yes. <laughs> um, coming up next episode, I'm right. Well, we'll we'll confirm during the break. But anyway, okay. But my favorite thing on that one was that Conan, like, respects all the writers mm-hmm. there. Like, they're his superiors, or they were once. So he's, he's like, talking to them on a certain level. And it's really interesting. Like, they also revealed they had this hilarious part where, where uh, one of the guys who doesn't, like, care to be sued, mm-hmm. care if he's sued or not, he says, like, uh, uh, they talk about when it started. They said, yeah, Tracy almost... Fuck, she hated the cartoons, hated them. And then she sued us to try to get money because she said, oh, they're taking my children. Wow. It's like they're taking my children from me. And after he said that, Conan was like, well, no one else here has any comment to what you just said. But uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so They had a lot of other That's great awesome. stuff in there. like of just And also, Conan has these great things that say like, I left in 1993 and thought the show was probably done at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, there was... That they'd done all they could do. That they made Homer too stupid. That they'd done every joke possible. They called the big one bitey. <laughs> he said... He said the too far point was the joke where... Where where Homer's brain gives up and leaves. <laughs> and that happened. All right, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. I love it. All right. <laughs> Comic I books. only remember from that commentary on Marge vs. the Monorail, like it becomes uh-huh. a sycophantic let's talk about Conan thing. <laughs> and there's one moment where like Matt Groening's like, where does Homer's outfit come from as the monorail captain? And the other guy's like, 
Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite moment in that commentary. I also like that. Well, I like the commentary. The director, Rich Moore, who I've met in person. If really? I may. Yeah, I got to interview him. He directed Wrecker Ralph. Mm-hmm. I got to interview him. But the director, Rich Moore, is on there, and he did a great job directing. He, he deserves a, almost as much credit as Conan for writing that episode, mm-hmm. for directing it. But, like... All they keep doing is talking about how awesome Conan was, how funny yes. he was. They loved him. And then, and then they come to a point where, like, Lyle Landley is standing on a chair and pointing. And then uh, Rich Moore says, like, you know, I had to act this out by standing on a real chair. And the people took photographs. And <laughs> I bet Conan didn't do that. And then uh, Al Jean, the executive <laughs> producer, just goes silent, like, Conan stood on a chair a couple times. <laughs> and then Rich Moore goes, like, that's it. I'm out of here. <laughs> It was a cool thing for him to do, though. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, shit. comic books. So, The Simpsons says, Bongo <laughs> Comics, yeah. do they publish any non-Simpsons shit? You know, they have in the past. They haven't in a long time. Because they were a company beforehand, weren't they? Uh, no, Bongo was started to publish Simpsons comics. Really? So, oh, yeah. okay. I did not know that. I, I was one of the earliest Bongo supporters. Like, I was mm-hmm. buying every issue for, of every comic they had, mm-hmm. which was Simpson Comics, Itchy and Scratchy Comics, and Radioactive Man, and Bart Comics. Bartman. Bartman. Yeah. I bought all of those. I remember they did like a pilot for their mm-hmm. comics, which was just like the Simpsons comic special. And it had like a Bartman story in it. Yeah, I, I definitely had that Simpson. one. Yeah, and I, I paged through it until like it was falling apart. Like I kept, I have a very vivid memory, speaking of father memories, I have a very <laughs> vivid memory. This sounds like it's sad before I start saying it, but it <laughs> I, Go for it. I, I have a very vivid memory of like my of in the summertime going with my dad to the uh, to the Greyhound track and while he was betting I was just rereading the <laughs> magazine over and over again. Yeah, you you're can, right. That does sound like a really sad You memory. can still see the brown ring of his scotch glass like right on the right on the cover. He's a beer guy, my dad. Oh, it's bad. Like the smell I, of beer like there's sometimes where I smell you Chris I'm like dad is this like what's <laughs> that funny? Why are you laughing so hard, Ann? Alcoholic fathers make me laugh. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, this is weird. I just don't know if he's alcoholic. It's just like, well, he has three beers every night, but that's just to get the edge off. Right? You have one uncomfortable beer every week where you look miserable drinking it. Uh-huh. Aww. Well, are you saying I got that from my dad? No, I'm saying... <laughs> you, you mean because of my dad? You have no, uh, not tolerance for alcohol, but it's just not really in your body. But I'm, I'll get drunk. Oh, I've, I've seen Henry drunk. It's cute. And oh, it's I, awesome. I'm not against getting drunk. I'm not some you know crazy straight edge person like mm-hmm. Scott Butterworth or whatever. <laughs> oh, he's but. not like that no. so much anymore. About time he would pull him out. Yeah. By the way, he's got he's got fuck. We have to find that now. He just helped produce and recorded a couple songs for like this '90s tribute album what? for ind- independent bands and artists. And he and Scott Butterworth does a great great cover of Hey Jealousy by the Gin Blossoms wow. I've seen him do that in karaoke it's really good he's awesome. a really good singer yeah he's like uh, he can belt out fucking anything really like, good it's, al- it's always impressive I remember he did a really I gotta good find that, uh, I gotta find that I remember he did a really good Alex Chilton yes the, he uh, like we we went to more than one rock band party when they were still capable of throwing back party. when people did that <laughs> and, uh, and he we did Alex Chilton every time and Scott mm-hmm. got up there and like cerebral rape and pillage in the <laughs> I love it. Love our choice. Yeah, he's a he's a very talented boy. And we're gonna have to exit this break with Alex Chilton, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, we have not talked about many comic books though. My so, bad. Uh, I want to say what I've been reading first. Um, I burp. Um, <laughs> burp. I 
I finished the first volume of all new X Men. Mm-hmm. The um, uh, the Brian Michael Bendis one where the kids get teleported to now. Yeah, is good. I'm caught it's, up. It was good. I'm, I, it only goes up to issue five. But it's I not. Read. It's not bad. I just like. Where the fuck is this going? Yeah, it's really weird because they are they just going to get their brains wiped at the end of it? And they go brought back? It, you, I'm here to shame Scott Summers. They met, mm-hmm. and now they're just in the universe. Yeah. And if you haven't, if you've read Uncanny, the new Uncanny, Scott's not shamed. He's still pretty cool. He's not 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 only is he not shamed, but like they go to the Jean Grey school, which is the Wolverine Professor Xavier yeah. school that Wolverine started after Professor Xavier's death. And the uncanny X-Men being like uh, fucking Magic of Dispel and uh, <laughs> Magic Magneto and January Jones and, yes. uh, <laughs> and and Cyclops go back to that school and the new the all new X-Men if we're using air quotes yeah. are there and they recruit one of them. Mm-hmm. So like these these are now characters in the universe. Yeah, it's weird. And well, I just I don't know, I'm just like that would have been like a super fun short story with like a cool build up and a conclusion, but now it's been months mm-hmm. of having old characters. Uh, well, I've been seeing people talk about how time is getting really fucked with right now mm-hmm. in Marvel, and maybe this is just part of that. And in the aftermath of Age of mm-hmm. Ultron, we'll see something happen with this. With like this will tie into of Age it. Of Ultron. Yeah. Well, have you been reading Age of Ultron? Yes, but like it has, it has no bearing on current. Things occurring in the Marvel Universe. Well, but did you read issue six? No, I have not read. Fuck, I have not read issue All six. All right, well, that's the first one, not by Brian Hitch. So they things change. Like, really? Well, yeah, uh, the a thing happens. Wolverine. Uh, I'll just say it. No. What? You're gonna you're gonna spoil it? Nah, I get it. well, it's been out for two weeks. <sighs> okay. All right, I won't say anyway. Somebody sends me codes for all of these, though. Oh, I see. Oh, look, so um, good to be I have in, a I whole guess. backlog, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't been reading like anything X Men. I don't know. For a while there, it just got very over the top soap opery for me, so I had to step back for a little bit. I never said well, it. That's why Bendit this this post AVX world yeah. kind of reset the stage a little bit with mm-hmm. the X Men. So you so. You can uh, start a little bit easier. I, I do want to recommend... I had a great, great, great time reading uh, New X-Men from a couple of years ago. I just decided to buy that collection on the whim. Now, the last time Brett, when Brett was here, he saw it. He was like, New X-Men, what a piece of shit. I hate this artist. Like, Whatever. It was, I th- he's I had, wrong. I also it, love New X-Men. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. I bought the and I New can't... X-Men Omnibus, which is every issue of New X-Men in one hardcover. Oh, you should bring it over at some point so I don't have to buy any more. <laughs> it's one of my favorite collections. I'd hate to never get it back. Why would you never get it back? You're here every week. Yeah, just... Uh, Things disappear uh, in this house. They do? I like the remote. We've, we've lost every remote. You found it and then lost it again. No, no. that It was not... I found that in a box because I stole it from my former house oh. and synced it to the television. Uh. And now it's gone again. Oh, yeah. Here's I, another... You're fucking me. Here's another mm. comic I read. Superior Spider-Man. Mm. Have you read 8 yet? Yes. That was a great one. That's like, crazy. So I wonder... 9 seems... I've read that in nine, a really crazy thing is going to happen. Like the next big twist in this story is going to happen, and I wonder. Like they set up this cool situation of you know Spider-Man, Peter Parker Mm -hmm. as a ghost watching over what Octavius does with his body. But Mm -hmm. now at the end of eight, like that status quo is getting. That's the thing. He's not. He's not a ghost. 
He is a every part yeah. of Peter Parker is still in that brain. Mm. It's still it technically Peter Parker's it. brain yeah. being controlled by Doctor Octopus. So he's still in there, and that eventually they're yelling enough to where one another, where he, they can he's now hear one. Ox another. hearing him. Ox hearing him. And uh, I, one of my favorite lines, and uh, it had it's still so funny. Like um, Superior Spider-Man Seven ends with the cliffhanger of Spider-Man's about to fight the Avengers. And yeah. Peter Parker goes like, uh, was, "Man, I wish I had some ghost popcorn." <laughs> like, he, I, yeah, that <laughs> I loved. I loved that moment. But there's a, I, I don't know. I just looked at it again before we started recording. That that Doc Doc Ock rescues a Doc Ock as Spider-Man and rescues a girl, a, a young girl from death and disease. And uh, I've never experienced a victory like this before. <laughs> just referring to that I'd like do doctors walk out of surgery rooms and call it a victory victory well, is mine well that is Doc Ock I know I just I, I love the way he said it though because he's drinking a cup of coffee like through a Spider-Man mask uh-huh. talking to his former nemesis it's a cool moment I also love that Dan Slott that's what I love about Dan Slott that he's such a <laughs> he's such an old school fanboy. Can't guarantee I'll edit that out. So uh, he's such an old school fanboy. They bought, brought back an early '90s mm-hmm. character that had been seen forever, Cardiac, and like gave him his due. Like that mm-hmm. was that was awesome. Very weird. Nobody dude. brings back Cardiac. Like very weird dude. Makes me wish. Like well, actually, they did. There is a new What If comic out. Uh huh. Tied with Age of Ultron, I think. Well, Age of Ultron is already. It is already what if, but I just like what if where I. I'm only saying what if that's where it'd be appropriate. Like where are they now? If somebody wrote like a, a book trying to, wrote a a big giant book of what's happened to Spider's short-lived '90s villains, Uh that would be amazing. I've read interviews where Dan Slott says he sometimes regrets bringing back classic characters like Mm -hmm. these because. Then he makes it matter. It would ma- it would ma- it makes them matter more if they were to be murdered. Like if mm-hmm. they were to be killed off in another person's book. Now he made their death matter more, so it'd be more likely they'll be killed. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, just know. by existing, just by existing and being fam- uh, all right. And uh, one other, the Matt Fraction's uh, first six, I believe it is six issues of mm-hmm. the Fantastic Four mm-hmm. slash FF. So one through three of each. I've been collected. I love it. Really? It's my, I, I, I think no. Well, if Hawkeye counts as Marvel now, no, it doesn't. So then, it's got Fantastic the big red bar Four, on it. Fantastic Four is my favorite Marvel now book. It's uh, the I did not like. I read the first issue probably three times, and then I just went through to issue four. I'm like, this got really strangely compelling very quickly mm-hmm. after the first issue. I don't know. I, I haven't gotten the, the last two. I really like Matt Fraction's Fantastic Four is really good. I especially like the he gets the family element. Yeah, like really it's well. crazy how much it's about the. It's rarely about the Fantastic Four. It's really and the about kids the group. are like kids. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I also like. It's. Uh, Did you read the Age of Ultron uh, tie-in with Fantastic Four? No, I haven't been reading many of the tie-ins. Just the just the regular Age. That of Ultron. one's kind of a good one, just because it's. They're all dead and saying goodbye to their uh, Franklin and uh, what's her nuts. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a Sue. It broke Sue. Like mm-hmm. everybody's dead except for her. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, well, all right, let's see. I guess that's all I read, Chris. Uh, well, I was going to tie this into your stupid Twitter <coughs> conversation that uh, someone's like, "Thanks for recommending that to me, Henry," and like included my name mm-hmm. in a tweet. Uh, and I look at like you recommended someone Morning Glories, and because I have barely any life, in a very small moment of free time, I'm like, well, Hank says morning. 
Like, you recommended somebody else a comic and recommend me a comic sometime. Because <laughs> okay. I read Morning Glory. It was fucking pretty, great. Well, you seem pretty secure in what you like now. So no, Morning Glory was fantastic. Like, yeah. I always, like, I wouldn't, when we started the show, it, it was like a reason for me to start reading new shit. And I'm stuck on this fucking four ninety nine Marvel kick every week. Like, it'd be <laughs> great to read a collection of something I'm, I'm not totally familiar with. Yeah, and it's a good. It is Morning Glory was 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 great, and I've only read the first two uh, two issues. Yeah, it's a really good book, which yeah, happened to comprise like a hundred pages. By the way, super violent, like like the yeah, like very the, violent. I don't even know what's going on yet, and I'm completely intrigued. And as with most comics, I'll be let down once I find the answer. Probably, probably. Uh, have you read Thief of Thieves mm. yet? That's a really good one. Mm-mm. Give that a look. Thief of the Thieves. Is it a David Lean comic? No, uh, it's actually you know, Kirk. King's, it's a Kirkman. Like, it's a Kirkman. Ah, Kirkman. Oh, yeah, there, there is a new Invincible out there. Like, I don't know if my brain has sped up or slowed down somehow, but it feels like forever since there was another Invincible. It feels like 100 was a long time ago, yes. and that was 101 just came out. Though mm. I still, I'm only in 92. I'm waiting for the next hardcover collection, which is about a month away. 100 is fantastic. Mm-hmm. said Invincible is killed. I heard what really Violently and then resurrected within like four pages. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> I don't mind spoiling it now, but the interesting part is like how it all goes down, and okay. it's fucking great. It's amazing, and uh, and then it also feels like forever. I started reading uh, Wolverine uh-huh. number one. I haven't even finished the second issue, but it's great because it just starts out with uh, Logan almost fully regenerated and nude. <laughs> with a guy and a guy holding a mall hostage, just like killing people at random with the cops on the phone, like "What do you want?" and just incinerating people with this alien gun. Jeez. And the kid's like, "I don't know what happened to my father. He wasn't like this a day ago." And uh, they Wolverine, of course, like regenerates, jumps at him, takes out his entire left side of his body, and still fucking mauls him in front of his child. And he has to like talk to this <laughs> child. It's like, "I'm sorry, kid. I'm sorry." And, um, this is, a, I guess, a little bit of a spoiler, but what comes after is more interesting. I assure you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, kid. And the cops all come in, and he's like, "You really are, you really are heroic, and dangerous." <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, you would say that, says the small kid, and he picks up the gun and just starts firing at people. What? And so there's like some alien. Oh, wow. right? It's like it's inhabiting the body of like oh, a seven year old. No. Oh, oh, I see. So like Wolverine is chasing after a seven year old with a gun that disintegrates and... everything. And the kid, the kid just smashed him with a fucking cop car into a wall. It's just, it's hysterical. <laughs> it's perfect Wolverine fodder. Like Very entertained that. by that. Was he nude the whole time? Or he He's nude again? the whole first issue, almost. Wow. And he does not put his outfit on until the second issue. Is that by Frank Cho? I'm asking. Yes. All right, well, it's just Frank. I think that's funny if Frank Cho, if that's the Frank Cho. Is that Savage Wolverine or is that just Wolverine? Okay. It's Wolverine. See, because Savage Wolverine is by Frank Cho. And I think it'd be funny if he drew, like, beefcake shots of Wolverine nude because he's. Frank Cho is known for just drawing sexy ladies and okay guys. Like, he's really. He really is just all about sexualizing every woman in his books. And then. The dudes well, punch each other and they're okay. But. I just like Wolverine because there are no superheroes portrayed with hairy shoulders <laughs> anywhere else in any universe, and it's just me and Wolverine. Yes, I'm a superhero. Uh, well, you, everybody knows your saber tooth. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's that is right. true. We also talked about that on our on our comic book episode. Really, Video Game Apocalypse. Yeah. Okay, one, I'm excited to be talked about. That's just great. Well, because uh, we played a clip from the uh, the Wolverine game. 
Oh, is he? He's in that, and he's in that, yeah. and uh, and we played, and we're like, yeah, oh my god, it really, it really does just sound like Chris is talking. I keep, do I sound like him? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. I've been trying to work on my impression, so I keep saying that, like the older and fatter I get. No offense to Leo Schreiber, I think he's a great actor. He's fucking is awesome. an attractive man. Is he? Don't attractive? you shut your fucking mouth. So, I, so by association, I could bang Naomi Watts. Is this what you're saying? They got together. Yeah, they're yeah, married. Kids. Really? Wait, yeah. they, they're married, right? They are married. She has <laughs> had his child. Yeah. They, is that a Scream connection? Do they connect on the... On She's the... in Scream? Naomi, oh. I didn't even know she was in that. I'm thinking of Nev Campbell. I'm thinking of Nev Campbell. Jesus, you think I'm going to gush like this over tubby Nev Campbell? <laughs> no. Nev Campbell's hot. Aww. What are you talking about? <laughs> she, uh, she's hot, I guess. If She's, uh, she's hot after 90210. Nev Campbell was in 90210. She was on after, Party of Five. After 90210. <laughs> The joke is ruined. I want to move on. All right. From the joke, but still talk about Naomi Watts. She, okay, Na- Naomi Watts. Up She's, until King yeah. Kong, she showed her boobs and everything. Uh-huh. And uh, she's super pretty. And I like her a lot. And the fact that she bangs a guy <laughs> I, who people I say like I look her. like <laughs> restores my faith in but the people who maybe someday wanting though. to bang me. She never closes her mouth. Uh, and and I've, yeah, I've said that a thousand times in other shows that, like, yes, people have always said, you look like that guy from Scream 2. <laughs> like, I get it. Yes, thanks. And then, like, and then finally, like, Sabretooth. No one knows the dude's name. It, to me, is truly disrespectful. I saw him in RKO 281 playing Orson Welles. Fucking fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a great job. And he directed everything as Illuminated. Fucking fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Um, and, and he does a voice of on every HBO documentary. Yes, but it's and more then like... the baseball players played the greatest game. I walk baseball. down the street in San Francisco on occasion, and people stop and gasp and point. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that guy I always had, yeah, he looks like an older tubby of And now we just match. <laughs> like, I caught up to him, and it sucks. Wow. <laughs> what did you read? I have been reading woefully few comics and no superhero comics at all. Since the Actually, last time you were on that's not true. There's one, yeah, last time, months ago, mm-hmm. God. Uh, I, I'm sure I've read stuff since then. I just, I started reading. You're the one who wants to run off in the other room and watch How I Met Your Mother reruns rather than record yeah, a show about comics. Um, <laughs> it's ruining my Netflix queue. Quit it. <laughs> we watch it on my Netflix queue. Uh, my recommendations every time, second row. You liked How I Met Your Mother? No, I did not. That's weird, because we watch it on mine. <laughs> I've never seen the show. Um, anyway, Saga. Very saga. Good saga. I'm caught up on Saga. I just started. Which it's... there was a recent controversy about. Yeah. There but was... it's all fixed now. It's all fixed, and you can find... That was an interesting You can find issue though. 12 on... It was on very weird. But who started the controversy? Uh, Comixology came out and said this was their thing, not Apple. Yeah, but then, like, why would... But then Vaughn tweeted it. Yeah. Um, he so tweeted that it was an issue. It was an issue uh, with a... Sorry, the issue was... There were was, two panels that had, like, there, Yeah, two porn very or. brief panels, and, like, in What's the, the context... What's the character races with the TVs on their heads? What are well, they called? Well, it's Robot, Prince Robot 4. Prince Robot 4. And it was, like, two, two brief panels... Very brief panels. With a character on a television head, and on that television, like, the size of, like, less than a postage stamp was gay porn. Yes. And because of... And, and a lot of that comic is already super graphic. Mm-hmm. Like, there's yeah. sex and, and all over the place. There's a planet called Sextillion where it's just sex workers. That's yeah. all the whole planet is. Um, and the stock, she's naked the... In- well, naked yeah. from the waist up the whole yeah. time. She's got, like, six tits. So, yeah. I mean... No arms. Oh, so attractive. 
No, she has arms. Well, well she's, she's got legs. the, the, she the leg things. She doesn't have so. human arms, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, so there was that controversy over that, and it's been cleared up. You can find it. But that was 12. the weird thing about it is that they, 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 the, what, some articles I read about it said that Comixology tried to perpetuate the scarcity or image comics, or somebody did, because like Apple never said no. But I think what it was, like I actually read right before that, wouldn't have read it otherwise, but the image, other image comics, Sex? I know that one, yeah. Sex, it, it came out, it was just called Sex, it was banned completely from iTunes for sure, mm-hmm. and you could only get it through iBooks. Apple huh. iBooks for the same price, but they, they wouldn't let the sale continue through iTunes. But then after all this controversy was over, sex is on Comixology now. Mm-hmm. And it's super fucking... It's way more graphic than anything I've yeah, ever I seen Yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to stand up for Comixology and say that it wasn't like a homophobia thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess, I mean, in the context of the scene, what's happening on the screen... It's just like a it hard dick with a hand around it or something like that, right? Well, no, it's it's three dudes jacking off onto another dude's face. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Can we take a break? <laughs> I have it on my iPad. Um, but, I, I mean, I was trying to think, well, maybe it's just because that's that's really graphic. Like, they've, I don't think they've ever shown an erect penis in that, com- in that yeah, series no, before. Yeah, more graphic but, than I, what you normally see. Yeah, and, and my thinking was... It seemed like it was there to shock... Like, unless there's some story behind that that we don't know yet mm-hmm. about Prince Robot. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't really fit or Certainly make sense. Certainly would explain his outfits. It was just kind of there. And, I mean... I feel like that stuff is just, like... the Sometimes the images on his screen just feel random in general. This was a different kind of random. Yeah, it was a different kind of random. And they, and they talk about how, you know, he's injured, so his screen is not... It's fritzing, mm-hmm. they say. So it's supposed to be weird. That's why. Yeah, it's it. just it's just an odd scene. I've been waiting followed for by the trades. I've been waiting for the trades on that. And I'm starting to regret it. Like, I'm yeah, the issues are super it. cheap. It's really good. I've been stick, stuck at issue five for a while because I haven't bought. I want. I'm waiting for the next collection. The thing which is, is like they're a month away. Really like good. their image. So <gasps> they're like everything but the newest issue is one ninety nine. Yeah, I should. It's just, uh, wh- how are you going to get a cheaper trade? I won't. You won't. Right, yeah, and uh, it. And this is the second uh, thing you've introduced me to mm-hmm. with dicks and somebody with a TV for a head. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah, Dead Leaves. Dead Leaves. Everybody should On go Netflix watch that. Now. It's amazing. It's wildly bizarre. And wildly bizarre. So good. Right. Not saying I wasted my time watching. It's just like, what the fuck was that? Like, what did that I was, just watch? That was... There weren't dicks in that. Were there? Yeah, I think so. Well, there was the guy with like the drill for the dick. Yes. See? That was weird. You need a drill for a dick. Well, on that note, we're going to take a little break, and then when we come back, a little bit of news, uh, the Your Question of the Week answers, and this week's Question of the Week, and <laughs> yeah, see you soon. <laughs> Hi, everybody, and welcome to the break of this episode of Cape Crisis. I just want to thank you all for listening, even as you have to listen to my uh, miner's cough 
uh, in this episode. But uh, but yeah, if you if you listen to the show, maybe you want to help us out, make the show, keep it free, keep us happy, all that. How do you do that? Well, there's so many ways. On the left hand corner of uh, the page, lasertimepodcast.com, you'll find a link to PayPal. Where you can give us uh, direct donations, whatever you can spare. It helps pay for podcast servers, technical fixer-uppers, all that stuff. Uh, or if you'd like to get a t-shirt uh, emblazoned with any of the Laser Time awesome images, there's a t-shirt store right underneath the PayPal page. And if you'd like to just buy something off Amazon but still throw a few nickels our way, there's the Amazon links on the right-hand side of the page. Just click on one of those links. You don't have to buy the thing that's on the link, though you can. If you buy anything through the new tab or page that opens when you click on that, a little bit of that goes our way. That really helps us out. Also, if you listen to us on iTunes, please, please, please be sure that you review, you've reviewed us, that you subscribe to us. All that helps us out in ranking. Like, it really is cool. Please do. Uh, and then lastly, it's time for the Hank's Corner Pick of the Week. You know, this week I'm going to go a little weirder. It's um, an older collection of Popeye by Bud Sagendorf. These were the old, like from the 40s and 50s, Popeye comic books that were being written around the same time as he was appearing in his comic strip. Uh, But these were like 32-page adventures where Popeye has silly things and punches people in the face. It's it's just a lot of old school fun. I just love Popeye's violent nature. It's just a, a ton of fun. So, uh, you can find a link to that on the episode page for this one on lasertimepodcast.com or capecrisis.com. Look it up. And now, back to the rest of the show. Avengers Assemble! Welcome back to part two of episode 49 of Katie. Yeah. Christ, Christ. Please. Crisis. The classic show. Chris. Oh, Chris. Uh, so first off, Iron Man 3 out in other countries. The Why does this keep happening? It's because uh, the movie studios hate America. Thanks, they Obama. They won't see this coming. Because every ad on the internet says May 3rd. Yeah. No one ex- is expecting in the U- in the right old UK to walk down the street. Oh, blimey, and governor! And see the, the bleeding Iron Man tree at the matinee. I'm about to split me udders. <laughs> bang it, uh, write me bangers and mash up on the lift, I say. I don't know. The only British thing that I- we were watching in, in fucking high school freshman drama class. They're like, here's Sweeney Todd. I'm like, this is actually slightly entertaining. Don't like musicals. And then one of the whore ladies is like, how would you like to split me muff? And I'm like, is this, is this still a... Am I still 14? Did someone just show me that? Was that in the, the Tim Burton movie? I don't recall. Split me muff? I don't recall. I, uh, the Tim Burton movie wasn't bad. It was my last Tim Burton movie I enjoyed, I think. Really? Yeah. Only because it was a musical? 
it was fun musical. Mm. Is there any, what's the what, name a not fun musical? Um, Do you like anybody who Les tries Miserable. to make a musical? Lay Miz is my favorite musical. It's mm. not a fun one though. Oh come on, he Master said- of the House is so fun. <laughs> Popeye, it's great, right? When yeah, I had the musical bits. We're, uh, we're uh, back on, on yeah, we're in sync. So I when Lay Miz came out, uh, critics were savaging it in ways that I never thought of before. I was like. I just love the song so much. How can you not love this? And then everyone was like, well, some guy talks about how the law is very important to him. And then he sings a song about that. And he sings another song about that. Oh, and a I musical. Like, <laughs> I was like, well, when you put it that way, that sounds really, I don't, that sounds very boring. But, yes, it uh, does. <laughs> is there a Lamez comic book? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure at some point. But based uh, on the Victor Hugo I hear novel, Russell Crowe is terrible in it. <laughs> God, his voice just doesn't have the range for that comic book. <laughs> uh, but what annoys me about Iron Man being out in other countries that aren't America <laughs> is that uh, <coughs> is that un-Americans yeah. I, <laughs> are talking about it. Anti-Americans. And, and possibly spoiling it. And Dicks. bringing up information about it. Like, not even spoiling, spoiling things, but even saying things like... Uh, just ideas of plot devices in it. Like I was like, I didn't expect that plot device in the film. I don't want, I don't want to know the particulars about it. I didn't even want to know it was there. I, I remember when Avengers came out, came out. Marvel tweeted like, it came out in some other country first, and Marvel's like, you, you might want to stay away from Twitter. Man, I can't avoid anything with the hashtag Thanos in it, please. <laughs> yeah, see that got. That I remember Brett said that got spoiled for him because Thanos was trending. Yes. Like, the day it came out, so and it's totally unfair. And I, not that I, I, I just all I, all I need is one. And I'm now uh, in the entertainment industry in a weird, weirder way than I used to be. And I get that there's probably reasoning behind that, but I don't really mm. understand why would you go to every other country in the world before America? Because they pirate it more. I feel like that's is it that we pirate behavior? More? You know what? No. You know what? I, they pirate it more. What I you release it in China first because. Mm-hmm. If you release it in China after America, then they get the pirate version from America, and they're all watching that. They're not going to go to the... But the Chinese pirate... They'll like, pirate their own stuff, too, but... Like crazy men. Yeah. But we won't watch things with uh, Jingo Jango subtitles at the bottom, as Americans. Uh, I think some Jingo, people... Well... Jingo Jango Unchained. Mm-hmm. Um, right. It's, no, it, well, I think... <laughs> If I had to really guess... But no, these are only like big Marvel movies that actually are reviewed well. I assume it's because America... As well, a whole, this happened has, with Harry Potter Harry, as well. Yeah, uh, that we have more critics. I don't Harry Potter. So there's less mm-hmm. of a way to control the message. Yeah, maybe. I don't think it's. I, I think it really is. But I mean, like, how many people in England read the New York Times? Well, yeah, they don't. What uh, English newspapers do I read? Mm-hmm. That does. Can everybody protect. see this little oval I'm making right now? Zero. We can. Well, they, they also. They can't. I think uh, you don't read the. Um, uh, what's the what's the one that every liberal is supposed to read? The Guardian. The Guardian. You read the Guardian. I do actually occasionally. Yeah, read. see, I used to. I you're don't enough really of anymore. a dirty liberal to read that. Why? Why are you shaking your head, Anne? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Guardian.co.uk. Are, are you mad that uh, no, I just Petaluma like every- Batman's been dominating the that guy. Petaluma <laughs> Tribune? Fuck that guy. <laughs> You know Petaluma Batman. Ah, oh, I've seen him. Can you get him on the podcast? God no, no I don't he's want the him. worst. 
Why do you hate Petaluma Batman? Oh, I just do. I want him dead. Is That's not true. Fight... I don't actually want him dead. Oh, maybe the if Petaluma Joker. If he turns up dead, I re- well, there is a Petaluma Joker right. now. There's a Petaluma Joker, a Petaluma Penguin, and a Petaluma Catwoman, and they're Bullshit. all fucking terrible. I want a Petaluma Killer Croc. I'm flip my. Stop! Don't flip the table. Eh? <laughs> wow, you moved it. it was, didn't even get that far. Oh he God. makes me so mad. Um, Batman doesn't hold doors open for people or buy groceries for the elderly. That's not Batman. Much obliged. He wouldn't show Batman up in the daytime. Batman doesn't hang at out all. during the daytime, you dick. Yeah. Oh wow. He doesn't kidnap himself and then post about it on Facebook. Uh, so that Injustice video game came out. Did you guys see that? Do you not want to talk about Petaluma Batman? Uh, not, not much. Really? Because no one knows who that is except me. I, I've seen him in the news. All right. All right. Uh, uh, Injustice is really good. Yeah, I've played the uh, the story mode some. It's cool. I especially like uh, that it, a lot of the voices are their voices from the Justice League cartoon show. Indeed. Which uh, I... I don't. Watch uh, I, I watched that, the so. first the first two episodes. It was actually pretty fucking uh, great. Regular Justice League. Or regular Justice, Justice League. League. Okay, so Secret I, Origin. Where yeah, they, yeah. Secret that's Origin. really good. Yeah, yeah. Like I was actually pretty astounded because I didn't. I love Batman the animated series, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. thought Superman the animated series was, from what I watched, not the same step not forward as good as Batman. And uh, at the time, I was like a bigger Superman fan, which seems ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Um, But yes, at the time, that's what it was. And uh, yeah, I, the well, Justice you've got League... so many good episodes ahead of you, mm-hmm. and then it keeps going into Justice League Unlimited. I couldn't believe that Brett hadn't watched Justice League Unlimited the series that that follows it, where it's like no more two parters, only one episode storylines, but they have every well, seemingly every DC superhero. Like they open up the vault. Really? Now I Lobo in there? Hell yeah! Well, Lobo is on <laughs> Superman. Was he? Yeah, guess who this. played him? Who? This actually starts this week's trivia, this special oh, oh. trivia oh, no. <laughs> thing, though. We're actually doing this terrible week. game show theme song. I apologize. Though this is actually us doing it backwards, but uh, because uh, for the rest, I'm going to name an actor and you guess <laughs> what hero or villain they might have played in. <laughs> Okay. Just take a couple guesses, and then we'll just go with it. But uh, And then I'll just tell you. I don't know but, actors, and I've never seen the show. So this is not going to go well for me. You'll be but fine. You I'm know, just going to guess Green Arrow for everything. Is that cool? Don't, don't spoil it. Oh, right. Might sorry. be looking forward to your consistent answer. Right. But you know DC superheroes, right? Yeah. Better than I do. But, right. but Lobo. From comics. Okay, Lobo, Chris, uh, I'll give you a couple hints. Mm. Uh, now the Justice League show cast a lot of people who were not regular car- cartoon voice actors. Yeah, though this actor was in a lot of cartoon voices, but he was one of those cartoon voices who only does one voice, but does it very well. Really, and he is a famous sitcom brother. Sitcom brother, very put upon brother. Of Ray Romano. Oh, oh Brad shit. Garrett. Brad Garrett. <laughs> also Hulk Hogan and uh, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. That's right. <laughs> Brad Garrett played Lobo. <laughs> and see, I didn't even know his name, Man. so this is not going to go well. well for so me at he, all. he did the voice a little differently on that show, where he, and it's, he, he was like, "I'm the fragginest fragger upper of the of Jesus Lobo." I love Battlestar Galactica. He's he was a fragger first. Okay, first. Name we're going with is uh, Powers Booth of uh, 
Lost uh, fame. Yeah, he was uh, on that. Uh, Deadwood. Deadwood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Famous man in a mustache. You know yeah. who he is. No. Do you see Lost? Yeah, who was he in Lost? Uh, he was in the whole show inconsistently, but like, remember when the show was worth watching in the first season at the very end he's I only uh, watched the guy with the, the mustache season. comes to the island you ain't alone here boy like one of the, the first big dude you saw on a boat nope damn it <laughs> alright well guess who he plays um he's a villain I'll say that fi- yeah he's gotta be a villain a he's member of a su- secret society of villains hmm. Mysterio <laughs> he alright another hint he's an ape Oh, Gorilla Grodd. That's right. Yes! See, I can't put the actor's face to anything. I don't even know what his voice sounds like. (gasps) One of my favorite Gorilla... You would know if you saw him, I swear. I love Powers Booth has a line in Deadwood where somebody says, like... uh, Never seen that either. I wish we could could just slit their throats and take their wallets and dump their bodies in a river. And then (laughs) Powers Booth says, but that would be wrong. Damn it, where's my sitcom laughter? Oh, I lost it. Uh, Alright, here's another one for you, Chris. CCH Pounder. Oh, uh, Cheech Pounder from The Shield? Uh-huh. Uh, she who plays, was he in The Shield? Uh, she. Did it Claudette Reigns. Vic Mackey's turned this place into a pigsty. Thinks he's Al Capone with a badge. Uh, Mackey! 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 And this is how the hero leaves the room. That's the last line she says to him. Uh, <laughs> that never stopped you before. Never stopped you before. Beck, you're fired. Um, <laughs> you're fired. God, I love the shield. Does everybody like shield impressions? Shield's great. It's all available. Oh, and your impressions oh, are wonderful. It's are available they? Thank to you. Amazon Prime yeah, sure. people on Amazon. Fleet is Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! I had a, one of the scary moments where I thought it had stopped recording, but it just. No, no, don't give away too much. I can't right. guarantee I'll be editing that much. Okay, another one. Well, Cheech Pounder played uh, the role she was born to play, what? Amanda Waller. Do you know Amanda Waller? No. She yes. is the African-American hard-ass that is in charge of the, uh, uh, the Suicide, suicide Squad. squad. Yeah. Yes. She did? Yeah. In what cartoon? In the Justice League Unlimited. She the, the Suicide up. Squad enters into the Justice League uh, No, she's a, she's a government operative who okay. hates the Justice League, but she is awesome. Uh, you get a correct answer, Henry. She was perfect. Uh, all right. Let's see here. Da-da-da. All right. From Firefly, Gina Torres. Mm. I do know her. Shit, I thought I knew this. It's not Superman, because that was Adam Baldwin. <laughs> uh, you know what, actually? I... Shouldn't have said that. She plays Mary McCabe, someone I don't know who that is. I know other Firefly cast members who play DC superheroes. Well, I know that uh, Nate Fillion played the Green Lantern. Hal Jordan in The New Frontier. Mm -hmm. But you may not have known, Uh Subraglau played Supergirl. Oh! Um, In one of those straight-to-DVD things that was pretty decent. Okay, Ron Perlman. He played a hero. So it's not Heckboy. He played a hero in one of the new gods. Yeah. Hmm. Man, the listeners at home are fucking mad at us. They're so... Well, I don't care if they're mad at me. You sure? I don't know actors. I know Ron Give out your Twitter name. You don't care that much. What? Give out your Twitter name. I don't want to do that. You sure? Because they will yell at me. Exactly. They'll yell at you all day long. And then I will care. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a hint. His, His father... Was played by Michael Ironside in the show. On the show, yeah. Uh, the drill sergeant from Starship Troopers. Dark side. <laughs> Bing yes. yourself. Dark side and Orion. Really? Dark side was played by Michael Ironside. Ron Perlman played I Orion. Had, 
Dude, this casting is fantastic. Yeah, Who the I know. fuck is Marvel? Those Marvel cartoons are never voiced by anybody I interesting. Know. No, the, the casting director... God, I wish I remembered her name. But the casting director, she's been with... She was with the Bruce Timm mm-hmm. uh, from our animated series at least up to the end of uh, Adria... It's Andrea something. Andrea! Andrea! Uh, but anyway, she at least worked for them up to the end of Justice League. And she she was always about casting non-cartoon voice actors. It's great. Like she wanted real people. Like, Chris, I know you'll like this one. James Remar. Mm. You know who he played? Ajax and the Warriors? Yes. What's the matter? You going faggot? Uh, he's also a, a dark traveler or stranger. Or what? Oh, he's, he's Dexter's dad. dad. He's Dexter's either. dad. Dexter's dad. Oh, he's he plays a hard-nosed cop shipped off into the Massachusetts mountains in the quiet, cool, one of the greatest cheesy movies I've ever seen. But where marijuana ca- becomes deadly. His uh, character is a superhero. Shit, I think I know his this. Abil- His main power is to fly. His main power. Mm-hmm. Whose main power is to just... Oh, Hawkman! Yes! Hawkman! Right, Hawkman. So, lame dude. <laughs> he played Hawkman, a.k.a. Carter Hall. Mm-hmm. J.K. Simmons was on the show, but he didn't play anybody fit. He played a general. Just <laughs> Always plays a general. Uh, let's Who see voiced Green Arrow? That is the only thing I care about. This is a hard one to find. Like it's it was easier. Charlton Heston? <laughs> no, I'm taking I... a freakazoid, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Darn the luck. <laughs> Uh, okay, Eric Roberts. Ooh, uh, Talking Cat. Nope. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I'm correct on that. Uh, Eric Roberts was in a lot of 80s films. Uh, but he... Hope of Greenwich Village, Anne? Come on. We actually did watch that, didn't we? What? Hope no. of Greenwich Village. We did. It was... To comic book fans, he'll be most famous as uh, one they of... They took my thumb, Charlie. Charlie in... No, we didn't watch that one. You keep saying that we should watch it, and I've never uh, seen it. So good. Well, to comic fans, he's famous as... Uh, the uh, the uh, in the Dark Knight, he's yes. the uh, the uh, crime boss with a cane. Who's you know? But anyway, he played Mongol, the warlord. He did. Yep, in the episode, the man who had everything. Is this still Justice League? Yeah, it's is this Justice League. No, no, no. Justice no I mean, is this the still the Justice League show? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. See, I haven't seen that, but where <coughs> can is it on Netflix? It just came on Netflix. What's last up? Week. All right, that's mm-hmm. what I'm doing tonight. All right, couple, two more. Jeremy Piven. What? What the fuck? Okay, I know who that is. Jeremy Piven. He played a member of the Justice League. A balding college student in PCU. (laughs) Uh, He was one of... his voice. His character is actually, like, very unfamous, this character. He he was in one of the funniest joke episodes of the show. Where he's not doing anything. No. Uh, He is stretchy. Oh, uh, Plastic Man. No. Elastic Man. Nope. It starts with an E. I don't know. E. Eric. <laughs> Eric, that's right. E- what is it? Elongated man. That's the stupidest man. name. I agree, it's a stupid name, but that's. I don't actually know who that is. That's why he has. He, he's just. He's Mr. Fantastic. It's the same power set. He's just not smart. But that was played by Jeremy Piven. Okay, uh, who's not a fan? More. Hug it out, bitch! Right? Am I right, everybody? Ugh. Hug it out, bitch! Hit me up on Twitter, BDR and Lewis. Oh, I love Fuck this one. Off. <laughs> okay, Ed Asner. Ed Asner. <laughs> uh, shit. I don't know who that is either. Who is Jarrell's grandfather? Uh, Zorel. No, he, he actually he played a woman. He was. Yes. Uh, a member of the New Gods. She. 
trains all the harpies that work for Darkseid on Apocalypse. Is the actor? Ed, Ed Asner. Asner. The, uh, he was the... In the 19... He's still alive is in the 1970... Up? Yeah, he's the star of Up. He's the voice actor in Up. I never saw Up. Jeez Louise. You're awful. I'm a horrible you person. Get out There's more. a lot of shit... Because I, I don't know. I'm... I don't know. Been I watching have... Buffy and Red Dwarf. I can't. I don't have time <laughs> for this stuff. I mean, I love Buffy, but Red Dwarf is insufferable. I love Red Dwarf. <laughs> All right, he played Granny Goodness. The, what? Uh, yeah, she's the lady who trains Does he... people. She tortures the lady. Can you do an impression of him doing that? Nobody gets away from Granny Goodness. Really? <laughs> Something like that. Doesn't again. sound like a lady at all. That was correct, Henry. Uh, let's exactly see. Brian Doyle Murray's on it, but that doesn't matter. Brian Doyle. I can't do an impression of him, but he's fantastic. Who is he? Uh, he's, uh, what? I think cop number two or something. Oh, that doesn't count. Does not count. He's Artie Bowman. Wait, he there really... was a comic line called Cop Number Two? No, no. I gotta cancel uh... this website patent. I've been... Oh, no. <laughs> Alright, couple. Alright, one more. I wanna find a good one to go out on. <laughs> Dan Castellaneta played Guard. <laughs> Did he? Yes. He gets paid four hundred thousand dollars to play Homer every episode. And he was just Slums standing around like, "You want to make another dollar?" I'm oh. a god. See. Also, uh, Michael McKeon played uh, Sergeant O'Shaughnessy. Really? Arshashar. Okay. Uh, and Dennis Farina. Dennis Farina of Chicago, Farina, where Chicago. I'm going this weekend to C2E2. Well, that's where you are. Wait, no. I'll be in Chicago by the time up, you yes. listen to it, if I get it done in time. <laughs> Dennis not, Farina. Not making any guarantees. You got, Take it to Chicago. Ask me if I have any advice. Well, what's your, do you have any advice? Yeah, don't go to London. It's <laughs> from Snatch Everybody. You guys Thanks. invented the fucking language you ain't got. Thank All you. Right. Thank okay, you. Okay, but Dennis Farina. Dueling Dennis Farina impressions. No other podcast can bring that kind of magic to you. Take Dennis, a bow, everyone. Dennis Farina, he played... Who? Uh, he played a member of the Justice Society. A boxer. Balrog. A, uh... Dedrick Tatum. Wild. Wild. Man. Come on! Really, you're really letting the whole world know how limited my Silver Age knowledge is. Wild! Child. Wild and out. Where would... Come on! Wildcat. Uh, Sandra Bullock. Speak! Wildcat. Wildcat. Thank you. Jeez. Please. Oh, my goodness. Come on. Speak. Thank you. Right. I am not drunk enough for this. So that's it. And also, sweet. Tom Sizemore. As it turns out tea does not get you drunk. I Tom Sizemore this. played Metamorpho in one episode. Uh, played what? Metamorpho. Metamorpho? And Keith David played Despero. Keith David, everybody. I know Keith David. Keith David. <laughs> yeah, join the Navy. Everybody. I should have done Keith David. Uh, Y'all motherfuckers join the Navy. And Michael Dorn, he played Calabash. Really? Mm-hmm. Jeez. And Patrick Duffy played uh, Patrick Duffy of Step by Step in Dallas fame. Uh-huh. He played he played uh, Wonder Woman's boyfriend Steve Trevor. Uh, <laughs> how deep are we? How deep are we Steve. digging? That's it. That's it. We're we're gonna stop there. But that was fun, huh? Uh-huh. Everybody around. Steve of... Trevor is a character people actually know. Yeah, he's uh, he's actually pretty cool in the new Fifty Two. I say I kind of mm-hmm. like him. I kind of like Steve Trevor. Okay, so, last week's question of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty simple one. Man of Steel versus Iron Man 3 predict the winner. Which will be the better movie? 
Uh, only gonna go with a couple answers on this one. Uh, Darth Ender X says, IM3 is gonna be better than MOS because the Iron Man movies are all better than all the Superman movies. I Did I already answer this? I don't agree with Did that. Did I already answer this? You can answer again. Uh, Shane Black is an amazing auteur. Uh, he's officially an auteur after Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. A great writer. Yeah, such a good movie. But uh, Superman needed Zack Snyder. I don't think anybody else could do Superman but Zack Snyder. What? I just don't like Zack Snyder? Zack's... What about Dawn of the Dead? That's all I have to say. Dawn of the Dead is a fantastic movie for a movie that didn't I need to be remade. don't like Sucker Punch and uh, is... is I, I have I bought it on Blu-ray trying to watch it with people. Nobody will... Because no, it's fucking terrible. But when you said this last week, Watchmen is... If you'd never read that comic, that movie is phenomenal. Which I had not. You had not. Yeah, yeah. that was one of my big things was when, when I watched that movie, I had not read Watchmen. It's really good. Like, if outside of my baggage with having read Watchmen and trying to see what I wanted yeah, to see, I, it, it, it's an amazing film. I enjoyed Watchmen. Uh, Do you ever take the Leonard Cohen sex? Here's another one. Philkin7 says Iron Man 3 will be better, but he wants Man of Steel to be a success so it can finally jumpstart the DC movie universe. Oh, man. I was already talking about Zack Snyder doing all the Justice League. Also, Philkin7 has a great uh, signature image of it's a uh, uh, gif of a Spider-Man cover <laughs> the, the final chapter. The oh, I love that. I've I love seen that, that all over. I love the same it. person who animated that did uh, the Tony Stark what's the drinking issue from the 60s. Oh, the uh, the man of... The, the, the uh, bottle. That, bottled, yeah. The demon in a bottle. Demon in a bottle, and it's great. Great, great, great. Well, let's see here. Dr. Grimskull. I want both to be great. Iron Man 3 is a given with Shane Black behind the wheel, but I really hope Man of Steel can wash off the stink of Superman Returns. I think we asked this when we were talking about what's going to be better. What are you more excited about or what's going to be better? Dark Knight Rises or Avengers? It's like, I would rather see Avengers be more amazing than Dark Knight than Dark Knight be as amazing as I know it's going to be. And we got our wish. I think I think so. I think Avengers was better than Dark Knight. I'm dying to revisit the Dark Knight again. Um... I'm gonna do it again someday. I revisited some scenes of it. And I was like, "These are good," but I'm seeing them separated from the rest of the movie. I think there are parts that drag in Dark Knight that'll be harder to watch. On the, the little finger scenes. <laughs> I think in the dark, I think in the Dark Knight, every scene matters. But in the Dark Knight Rises, there's a lot of chuffing. Yeah. Well, though I've heard Iron Man three. From what I, I read, one review that said like he's only in the suit twenty five percent of the time, which is the rest is. Uh, I want people in suits. I do not want to go off on this rant again, but the the rest is Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Recently voted they people's could... hottest person alive for real. Seriously, really? like the conspiracy old Hollywood horseshit. Jesus Christ! I'm wondering if they're know. gonna like, and no one confirmed this for me or not, but I'm wondering if they're just gonna murder her in the movie like. They're just gonna. I need to get out of this movie. She says in a fake British accent. Yeah. Well, just... she only does it. She films it in the easiest way possible. She's like, I have to be with my kids. Apple and other dumb name. And <laughs> yes. Look, I don't. I will love... film anything you require as long as it's in a limited soundstage, and I do not interact with anybody but Robert Downey. I like her chemistry with RDJ, though. I think she's good at that. I don't know. I don't like seeing two fifty-year-old people fuck. <laughs> 
Well, then you, you, RDJ would only look older if he was with some like twenty-four-year-old. Not true. Lady. It's acceptable when men do it. Oh, I see. Not ladies. Double men. standard, right? Mm-hmm. I'm still young. I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all right. So that was last week. Now this week, I asked you questions about people playing superheroes, mm. whether you know their name or not. <laughs> Uh, in a cartoon setting, what is one of your favorite portrayals of a comic book superhero? Uh, who Kevin will Conroy. Go yeah, and you can't say Kevin Conroy. Wait. Motherfucker. Yeah. Mm. No Kevin Conroy. Or Mark Hamill as a Joker. Can, can I do video games? Sure. Yeah. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, but I'll go first. Uh, one of my favorites is, uh, you know, Phil Lamar is in everything. Yeah. And... We never varying... mentioned Futurama got canceled this week. It got again. canceled, yeah. Eh. It got <laughs> what? They got up to a hundred episodes. I had stopped watching the new, like the new ones weren't a novelty to me anymore. I feel like once you get to a hundred episodes, then I'm not sad you got canceled. You made enough. Like I don't. There probably is still wait potential for more episodes. And also with a show like Futurama, they can resume that very easily. They don't have to move mountains to do it again, like Arrested Development. Oh. You know? Uh, but anyway, Philomar, uh, he, I think he can be good sometimes that he's, he's varying, but he also plays everybody. He's a blackie, the, uh, angry black weatherman on Family Guy. <laughs> uh, but he plays, guy. he plays John Stewart on Green, La- mm-hmm. as Green Lantern. And uh, I think he does a great job at that. Like, Shit. He plays like a Marine, ex-Marine hard ass up. at first, but he slowly softens. And especially like he has a great, um... Camaraderie with uh, with Batman in several episodes and the Flash, like they're really cool together. Also, uh, as a as a minor, as an asterisk in hmm. uh, an episode of Venture Brothers, Nathan Fillion played the Spider-Man character, yeah. and he oh, yeah, was, was the good. best. It was, uh, fuck, Brown Recluse. Yeah, Brown Recluse, <laughs> and he only had he only talked for like thirty seconds. It was and, so good though. And once he did that, I was like, they have to get him back for season two, the next season. Do a whole episode about Brown Recluse, and that show will be back in like a matter of weeks. Woo! Will Woo. It oh, around Halloween. No, it, there was the Halloween episode. But now in May, there's gonna it's coming back for real. The season starts. Jesus Christ! I need to integrate back into culture again. <laughs> you need to watch season four again for, no, no, to no, remind no. yourself what happened two years ago. No, I, I, I probably once, uh, twice a month, I watched the last scene of Adventure. It's so good. I love that the scene so fucking much. Fucking pulp song. A pulp song nobody cared about anymore. Like it was because it was on like the soundtrack to. Uh, eh, it doesn't matter. You know what? Here's, here's a here's a complaint that Netflix. I'm really glad Netflix is getting all these Cartoon Network shows. They got season. the first season. Like, one season every Venture time. Venture Brothers season one is from 2004. Like they couldn't at least get to season three. Mm-hmm. Like would that have been so hard to get to season yeah, three? Yeah, I went. I was trying to watch that the other day, and I was like, well, or Aquatine Hunger Force. Like why limit yourself to the first 18 yeah. episodes of Aquatine? Like it's that crazy. that seems a little ridiculous. Especially I def- when like those shows really- are nothing. Like they're, <laughs> they're not. They're great fun to watch, more so when you're high. But they're like nothing. Well, that's like, why you were saying they canceled Future Rock and that's good like I love Futurama in the old school Adult Swim days uh-huh. mixed in with a bunch of other cartoons on Comedy Central it stuck out like a sore fucking thumb yeah but Comedy Central to workaholics and yeah. uh, 
I Touch point oh. Yeah, I was gonna say whatever comedian has a show with a the Jesselnick offensive, to it, something like that. Oh, I tried to watch an episode of that the other day. It's fucking terrible. I've heard that. I, I want to. I well, no, the first I, episode. I, tried I want to see the show Nathan for you. I've heard very good. Dude, things I keep about reading that. great things about. Have that. you watched the Claw of Shame episode? episode? Uh, I, I watched. Really is watch that the that. one where he was going to tear his pants off in front of children? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in front of a cop. <laughs> mm-hmm. And become a registered sex offender. Yeah. D- yes. We should watch an episode of that before you think. Yeah. Why don't we do that afterward? Yeah. Let's end the show. No, no. Chris, you you next. Oh, uh, Nathan Fillion, uh, <coughs> Green Lantern. And... <coughs> Jesus. Sorry. It really what? was like a cartoon Dickensian cough. <laughs> Nathan Fillion, the Green Lantern. Yeah, uh, uh, Green Lantern in, em- in Emerald Knights. He should have. He played him... Christopher Maloney played him in one. Yes, in he one was great day. too, actually. He actually wasn't bad, yeah. Because when I said Summer Glau was Supergirl, mm-hmm. she was terrible. Well, it was awful. Summer Glau's a dancer, not an actor. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, the guy I, from Animal House who once played Superman. When I saw Hal Jordan there. Like Neil Patrick Harris is super, uh, Spider-Man. He's pretty great, he's not is not terrible at all. He's, really, like he's my favorite Neil Spider-Man. Neil Patrick Harris was also... Nightwing in the Red Hood movie, wasn't he? He might have been. I think I he was. Know. It's so hard to keep all those guys. Because I remember straight. watching that and I was like, man, that voice is that's, really familiar. That's part of their. That's part of the the drawback of DC. They get like they we talk about that with video a lot games. of times, but then sometimes they get the same person. Well, we, like, we talk about that with video games, like in the Call of Duty games, when like they hire Gary Oldman to be a voice. Like you really can tell what a real actor does, uh-huh. even on a soundstage, when they cast Gary Oldman in Call of Duty, and then DC movies will have great casting, and then the next six things will not have that person <laughs> in it. Someone completely different. I'll, I think John DiMaggio was the Joker at one yeah, point, it was, and it was like really good. fucking weird. Did not care for that at all. But Anne, who's your favorite? Well, I know video game voice actors more than I okay. do actual voice so, actors. So, Nolan North as War Machine. Uh, no, Nolan North as Deadpool. Wow. Was, is really good. No, he does see, Deadpool in all the games. Chris doesn't agree with that. The one man vendetta. Uh, I like him. I love him in Marvel vs. Capcom, please. And he also does Deadpool in The Hulk versus Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Was um, he any good? I think he's a very good Deadpool. That's okay. Yeah. I think he's as he captured and he was uh, Deadpool in the Ultimate Spider-Man sections of mm-hmm. Shattered Dimensions. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he's a Deadpool in everything except for the Wolverine game. And which I, I don't I actually know that we did not start or Capcom did not start that. The fire? Uh, they, they did not start <laughs> casting Nolan North's Deadpool that uh-huh. happened before Marvel vs. Capcom. Well, I was glad to when he Pineapple! played when he played Deadpool. I was glad to see you know Capcom was playing ball. Like it was just nice. I like in general when no matter who's publishing the game or making the film that they respect the voice actor. Like yeah, we'll hire the same voice yeah. actor. I also like Steve Blum as uh, as Wolverine. Yeah, you take or leave him. No, I like it. I like it more than. Like, I can't... Because he's Wolverine in every game, I can't think of anybody who I would prefer. I like whoever voices... And now I just think of his voice every time I think of cartoon Wolverine. I like whoever voiced Spider-Man in the Sega CD version. Um, <laughs> oh, my! I hated Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man sounds like a <laughs> sound sounds so old. Stanley's <laughs> dead. <laughs> That's why Neil Patrick Harris was the best. Like, he yeah. was so... He's a so really... Because he embodied the youth and... Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm cool. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, so answer your favorite 
uh, voice portrayal of a superhero in this week's Question of the Week forums on the LaserTimePodcast.com forums. Please do. Uh, <laughs> Fill out that survey oh on LaserTime. Yes. I will not stop telling. Survey. I will not stop oh, yeah. What is that? It's a survey. Help us out. Hosting. Survey says. Sponsors. You should. <laughs> survey says you should answer it. That's mm-hmm. what the survey says. Oh, shit. Why did I not play my... There we go. Ding. There we go. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, what, feud. but we also have other things to plug, like... That ass. <laughs> oh boy. I'm sorry, you said that ass? The, I think that you meant ass. ass. My bad, my bad. Laser Time Podcast. Laser Time Steve. Podcast. Oh, yeah. uh, look forward to a new episode <laughs> next week that should make you all very angry. <laughs> uh, no, don't promise something you can't. Uh, should make can't several of you obscenely angry as it has in the past. Uh, and then also, and Vigigame Apocalypse. Mm. If Woo! people have been missing you on this show, then they clearly haven't been listening to Vigigame Apocalypse, which they should be doing. I'm on every week because I this host it with Michael Raparez. Uh, this week's episode was about zombies mm. and playable mm-hmm. zombies in games. So I was, was on that one. We talked in there? about Star Trek. Yeah, we got stubs. Yeah. I felt Hell really yeah. Left 4 Dead. What? Yeah, Left 4 Dead. I'm cool. I We're felt good. really bad that, uh, that Michael said this happened to him a couple times where he. Planned an entire episode around a guest oh, and yeah. the guest me. We planned one for you and we planned one for Brett and you both called sick. Yep. And I was sick. Yeah, and so I wasn't on the comic book episode that you guys should still listen to that. <laughs> it listen was it was a lot of fun actually. Yeah. That episode was was pretty great. Uh, and then there's also Cheap Popcast, VG Empire. Oh. So much to listen to. You should fill your entire day. Listening to the latest say, podcast. No, the Gamer Girl talking word up the Ice Pirates, which is one of my favorite awful 80s movies. It's just not really anything awful, you done? awful about it. It's just wonderful. Um, Traveling okay. through time on a quest for water. Let's do this. Uh, all right. And so, until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior.